Welcome back to the baseball podcast. I'm here alongside Tom Quirk, unfortunately. Um, But importantly, you're not just stuck with us. We're having the great Daniel Alvarez Montez on to come on. He's the founder of El Extra Base. I'm not going to try and do it with an accent. It's a Spanish language baseball outlet, and uh, it focuses specifically on Venezuelan players. Daniel's from Venezuela. So it was really interesting to talk with him about you know, baseball in Venezuela, um, the the World Baseball Classic, obviously, what he's got going on, his connections to the Marlins and MLB and everything. So it was a really cool chat. We also just got sort of into WBC stuff in general, which obviously, you know, we love to to get off in the weeds about. So it was a, mm-hmm. it was a really cool chat. Um, so yeah, that that's uh, that's what we have coming up today. Anything you need to talk about, Tom? Um, I guess just um just before this, we were talking about uh that I found an Adam Dunn errors compilation that I watched and it was an absolutely brilliant watch. It doesn't have anything to do with Daniel or Venezuela, but uh, I, I'd like to plug that because I want people to have some joy in their lives. So let's get that out there. Watch the Adam Dunn errors compilation. I'll try to post it on, on our Twitter account. I which, like uh, speaking of our Twitter account, you know, uh, where, where can we be found on Twitter, Ethan? Um, <clears throat> let's say we were Waldo. Okay. Or Carmen San Diego. <laughs> and it was a Twitter-based game. Where where would you find us, Tom? We could be found at the Baseball Pod too. And you know what? It's not Long nearly time. as hard as finding Waldo or Carmen San Diego. It's very easy. You just type it in. Now that I say that, is that right, dude? Please don't get this wrong <laughs> let me double check no it's right at the baseball go. pod two there we go thank god and then and then you could also reach out to us via email mm. at the baseball pod at gmail.com so Not feel free pod two don't get no, it twisted no we're the only one yeah. please feel free to uh shoot us an email to send us a follow on Twitter. I suppose you can't just go around messaging us on Twitter anymore because that's but we'll follow back. We're yeah, we'll follow back. back. Yeah, right. why not? We'll follow back. We don't have standards. And I think um, more importantly, if you want to talk to somebody who's relevant, okay. Um I would uh we're gonna have Daniel uh plug his his plugables <laughs> at the end of the the episode. And I, I would give them a follow too so you can really get it. You can really get some some actual knowledge instead of us talking about Adam Dunn error compilations, you know, the, the pluggables, the pluggables. That's like, that's like a, the expendables sequel <laughs> <laughs> or like the uncrustables. <laughs> no, 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 no. Greek philosopher uncrustably. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting around turning words into Greek names so there's the standard ones like popsicles and like bicycles. <laughs> we're doing like bionicles. <laughs> and then I said uncrustables. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the so winner. <laughs> he's our he's our favorite Greek philosopher. You know, there's so- Socrates, you know, there's Aristotle, and then there's uncrustables. So be on the lookout yeah, for yeah. friend of the podcast on Uncrustables. <laughs> yeah, Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, and Uncrustables. Yeah, yeah, it's the big yeah, four. Bi- bi- Bionicles. It's really 
<laughs> no, it's it's really the big four. That's sort of like the the Roy Halliday, Cliff Lee, Roy Oswald, uh, Cole Hamels of Greek philosophers. Yeah. So yeah, so, so bionic- uh, so Bionicles is Joe Blanton, is what you're saying? No, no, Bionicles can be like Aaron Nola. That's like the new generation. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying it's even worse than it's like Jonathan Pettibone. <laughs> oh no, it's uh, it's Tyler Cloyd. <laughs> we sort of accidentally <laughs> drifted into a game of rando terrible Phillies. Uh, Elmer descends here, which I don't mean for us to do. Um, I'm sure it'll be coming because the season's coming. But uh, yeah, so uh, you know, yeah, listen, to, listen to our interview with Daniel. It's a great time. <laughs> no, I like that you're just commanding people now. Listen, yeah listen to it right now <laughs> all right now we're recording yeah well welcome back to the baseball podcast guys we just we just started the podcast and we're not recording so uh we're starting all over again that's why we're all yeah. laughing right now but um yeah so uh with us today is daniel alvarez um daniel why don't, why don't you tell our, our during fans a little bit about yourself you know why don't you plug yourself yeah, no, thank you, Tom and Tom and Ethan. I'm um I'm born and raised in Venezuela, living in Miami, and the co-founder and, and director of El Extra Base, a Latin media outlet dedicated to cover baseball here in South Florida, but also in Latin America. And we've uh, we've been covering baseball since 2018, going to every All Star game and World Series World Series since then, uh, and several other events like uh, World Baseball Classic, uh, the Caribbean Series that just finished a couple hours ago here in Miami. And and yeah, uh, focusing on, on Latin players, but, you know, baseball in general. So how did it get started? Did you just decide, hey, I'm going to move to the U.S. and cover baseball? Or was there a little more thought than that? <laughs> no, I mean, um, I, I, I came as a teenager uh, when I was 17 years old. I'm, I'm 26 now. So I've been living here for almost 10 years. And and we just moved because of the uh, political and, and social situation down there in Venezuela. We, sure. I mean, as a family, we decided that it was the, the best for us to to come to the U.S. and and and, and live here and, and start our lives here again. So, um, our parents took that. My parents took that that decision, and and I think it was the the best uh, possible decision because of the quality of life that we'd have here in, in the U.S., specifically in Miami, where we feel so close to, to home and we have so many um, the Venezuelan people and family members here that uh, have been very helpful and, and supportive. And I think that's been a, a key for for my family and, and for us in our uh, personal uh, growth uh, here as as a professional, as uh, uh, human beings, and it's it's been uh, great, and I'm I'm very thankful with with this country for that. That's awesome, man. That's great to hear. It's it's the American dream, really. Um, yeah, absolutely. So so how did you, how did the website get started? El Extra Base. Did you just start? I I know I said it like a gringo. I'm sorry, but <laughs> did, did you just start writing online and it took off, or? Yeah, I mean, we I, I started working with a with a Venezuelan uh, local station here in in, in Miami, uh, covering the Marlins. I started in 2017 and right into the first couple of weeks of 2018, and then uh, it was a small station. They were not paying too much attention to to sports, and they they decided not to have the show anymore, just having me as a, as a sports anchor, and I I felt that that was not what I wanted to do 100%. So I started doing more things on the personal side with Alexa Lavasse because we already had the, the Instagram account posting information about Venezuelan players only. But we had a 
a pretty good base of uh, like amount of followers uh, by that by that time, and so, so I said, okay, we we have something to start here, and me and my friend Julio Munoz, who was working with me in in that station, we we decided to start the brand and and the outlet like as a formal outlet. So uh, now is a now it's our business. Uh, we have the website, we have the YouTube channel, we have we're on every single social media platform and and we've had several uh you know the the amount of followers we've gained since then it's been unreal for us so uh that's how that's how we started and and i think we we established ourselves uh, pretty good among the the latin american community so then how did it progress so then i'm assuming you just got media credentials and started going to games yeah or, you know, I- yeah because because i was covering before with uh with these stations the marlins already knew what i was doing um, because I was there for every single game from the second half of 2017, uh, I went to every single game at, at Martin's Park. By then, now Lone Depot Park, and so they knew that that it was uh, like a serious job, and and that I was not just there to have credentials and to access uh, players for <laughs> sure. fun. Um, I mean, I, I obviously I, I love to do it. I, I love to be around, but uh, because baseball. Basically, it's our, our passion, and, and and we love to be around. But um, I know that some people just get a credential and they just start getting like selfies on the field and, and stuff. Like yeah. That. So yeah. I, I was I was not at all about that. So, um, yeah, they, they they knew about it and and they really supported us um, a lot that that first year. Uh, they gave us all all the access we needed, uh, even more than what we were expecting, and that was pretty helpful at the beginning because um that that's that's the way we got to to i mean other teams saw what we were doing and and that's how we started getting more and more credentials and more and more access not only in miami but in other stadiums um around and and for spring training and stuff like that i want to jump into the the topic of relevancy right now can you explain to people and honestly me too because i'm not very well versed in it what the caribbean series is how it works, and what just happened. So the Caribbean Series is an annual tournament um, that has the champ, the champions of every uh, professional league in the Caribbean. It started with the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Mexico, and Puerto Rico. And now more teams or more leagues have been invited, like Panama, Nicaragua, Curaçao, we've had Colombia, um, Cuba and and it's it's an annual tournament that it's it's supposed to be a a club's tournament not a national team's tournament but the way it's now been uh you know sold for marketing purposes uh it's it's being it's it's seen now like a like a national team tournament more more like WBC because it's more attractive if I told you like hey the Dominican and Venezuela are going to play tonight that rather if I say Oh, Tiburones de la Guaira and Tigres del Licey, because people will go like, who the hell are right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it, it it obviously involves a lot of um, country pride, um, because at the end of the day, it's a representation of the country, and and that's why it's so important for for uh, people in the Caribbean, in Venezuela, in the Dominican, including myself, of course. And and what happened last night was was very special, was very good because it was um the the finals at Lone Depot Park with a record of 
paid attendance for a for a Caribbean series game. Even more, they had even like sixteen, no, like six uh six hundred more tickets sold for this game than uh, the finals between Japan and the U.S. in the WBC finals. Oh, no way! Wait, uh, really? Wow! Yeah, with Otani, with Trout, with Mookie, uh, Yoshino, Yamamoto. I mean, all those guys. Right. Yes, last last night a game that had Emilio Bonifacio in center field for uh, <laughs> the main again, uh, that had Hernan Perez at third base for Venezuela, had drawn more people and it was way more exciting. Um, I, I'm not gonna say that it was more exciting than the Trout against Otani at bat because I'll, I'll be lying. Right. But right. the atmosphere was way better uh, than that last night. So, yeah, it's it's uh there's a lot of. As I said, pride involved, and especially for Venezuelan fans, uh, we know we've had so many great, great players for so many years. But for some reason, we haven't been able to be as successful as we 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 would like in the Caribbean series. So this was this was our eighth title, but the first one in fifteen years. Uh, so oh, okay, okay. Long, but for Tiburones in, in specific, the team I've been rooting my uh, rooting for my whole life. They won their first championship in Venezuela in 37 years, and then they went came to Miami and, and won the whole damn thing. So it was pretty pretty damn cool to see that last night. Yeah, it's a good year to be a fan, huh? Absolutely, that is awesome. So so and again again, I'm sure a lot of people watching this probably know this already, but I I'm not super well versed in it. So the teams that are competing, like the Venezuela team, is just the team that won the Venezuelan leagues championship correct. was then like promoted to play in the caribbean correct. series correct okay correct. okay so it's not all venezuelan players on that team correct like yasiel quick was on that team for example okay right uh, sure and yasiel is from from cuba yadiel hernandez was um the number five hitter on the on the dominican team yadiel is from from cuba as well uh the dominicans had a an american pitcher uh, pitching in, in the semifinals two okay. days so um yeah that's 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 why it's not a national a, a national team um mm. like like in wbc so um yeah it's it's a it's a it's a clubs event so that's why you can have it's like the equivalent i i can think of in let's say soccer when the champions league go and play you see real madrid playing against um uh, mm. liverpool let's say so you have a team from right. england a team from spain and players sure. from all over the world Okay. I mean, so it's even this... a little bit like that in MLB. I mean, like not everybody on the Phillies is from Philadelphia. I don't know right. if anybody on the Phillies yeah, probably is from Philadelphia <laughs> right now. You know, exactly. so yeah. It doesn't exactly seem country-wise like a level playing field. Like Venezuela is a huge baseball country. Mm -hmm. Colombia is I would probably call like a mid-tier baseball country. And then Nicaragua is like, like kind of a lower-tier baseball country. You know, comparatively, they all send guys to the major leagues, but there's a disparity in talent. Does that kind of grow the game in Nicaragua to be playing on the same yeah, field as yeah, a team from Venezuela? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it helps it, you know, to, to grow a lot because um, usually they, they don't see themselves in playing in the, those type of tournaments. What they did in, in the qualifiers to, to play and to advance and play in WBC against the Dominican, against Puerto Rico, against Venezuela, uh, even against Team Israel uh, was something huge for them. Right. And I think that's that's gonna help because even though they didn't win a single game in not even in this tournament or WBC, 
they competed on every single game, every mm -hmm. single, except for the one against Venezuela uh, or Tiburones this week, where Angel Padron uh, lefty that never pitched above single A uh, with the Red Sox and got released and pitched like indie ball, Mexican League, Venezuelan summer league, throw a no hitter, the first one in 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 the career seventy five years. Um, that that was the only game Nicaragua didn't compete. But other than that, they played really good baseball, and and I think this motivates more people in 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 that country to to play to to be better at. So many guys from Venezuela or the Dominican or Puerto Rico have said, "Hey, I'm able to to help Nicaragua with whatever they need to to help throw baseball down there because it's a a very, I mean, it's it's a country that has given great players." Uh, to the big leagues, even though there are not that many, but Dennis Martinez, for example, the president. Sure. Well, yeah, uh, the great Chesler Cuthbert. Yeah, yeah, the great, yeah, the great <laughs> like Billy's <laughs> great J.C. Ramirez. Exactly, like we, we Erasmo Ramirez, for example. Uh, oh, still pitching Erasmo. So, um, so many, so many good players from from there that uh, have served as as an example and as leaders in in that country, and and we need more of that. Mm. It sounds like um. I mean, like one of the things that I'm starting to get a handle on the more we talk about like international baseball, and like these tournaments is even if it's not like the world baseball classic or like guys going to MLB, just showing up to tournaments like this or like, like the European tournaments or yeah. even like WBC qualifiers and just kind of yeah, showing like, that they I, belong I, there. Like, I, I, I would, I would ask people to, to pay attention in, in October. October or November for the Premier 12 tournament. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. They're, they're, it means nothing this year because there are not going to be, baseball is not going to be playing in the Olympics in, in uh, this year. Mm -hmm. uh, but for but for 2028, uh, the Premier 12 serves as qualifiers for the Olympics. And some players that may, may, might be uh, prospects that are not on the 40-man roster from the U.S. go and play there mm -hmm. against prospects from Venezuela or Mexico or even, I mean, the whole Japan team plays there. Um, yeah. We, we like, we see them in WBC and we're like, who the hell are these people that play so good? But the first look at them, it's, it's on the Premier 12 tournament. Right. And that's, that's something very interesting to, to follow. Um, and I will encourage people to, to pay more attention to international baseball because then we see players coming to the big leagues and we're like wow where the hell he came from it's like no if you mm -hmm. saw like the premier 12 or the caribbean series or stuff like that then uh they they i think they'll appreciate it a bit more yeah I mean, for anybody yeah. out there who, who watched the world baseball classic they saw exactly what you were talking about because a lot of those teams are bringing up prospects to play for them like the british team had harry ford yeah who was probably not a name a lot of people knew about but then he played really well and it's like yeah listen you know there's a lot of good players out there who you can find out about because this might be your first look at them if there's, you watch premier there, 12 would be the same thing there's there's a kid from nicaragua who unfortunately didn't play this this tournament his name is duque herbert duque was the last player to join the roster for wbc one the youngest is the youngest players among uh the youngest, yeah, among among the youngest player in that roster, and the guy came to face the Dominican and struck out uh, Juan Soto and Manny Machado and dominated the Devers like nothing. 
he immediately the Detroit Tigers said, "I'm we're, we're signing him." Yeah, like, we'll take that guy. <laughs> we'll take that guy. Like we have this left on the international uh, bonus money, whatever. And he's like, I get it because he, he wasn't even expecting to play in that tournament. And then he went and dominated one of the best, I mean, the three of the best uh, hitters in baseball. Like yeah. it was Gary Cole dominated. Like Gary Cole cannot dominate draft field Devers the way Duke Heber did. <laughs> right. That's literally like a movie plot. You know, that's like you know, the rookie. I, I was there like, what the hell just happened? I mean, this kid that <laughs> nobody, not even in Nicaragua, they know him and, and the yeah. guy just. Yeah, it's like the guy on the check team that struck out Otani, and exactly. they had all the pictures of him in the oh, locker yeah. room. Yeah. You know the name of the guy? Of course not. But it was something great for baseball. And I hopefully one day we see Duke playing with the Tigers or whatever team in the yeah. league. Say, oh, you know what? This is the guy that dominated Soto, Devers, and and Manny. So yeah, okay, let me ask him you up, this. and it looks like he it looks like he put up pretty decent numbers in rookie ball. So I mean, it doesn't look like it was a fluke. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hopefully you can join the list of Nicaraguan greats like Chesler Cuthbert. Um, sorry, I just love that name. I, I want to say, by the way, I, I want you to come on this show every single time we podcast just so you can pronounce Hispanic names for us. <laughs> yeah, because absolutely. it's brutal. We're so and because like I speak Spanish on like a conversational level. Like I can talk to people. I know enough to get into a conversation. I don't know how to get out of, you know what I mean? And so like, I can, I can talk with people and stuff. I just can't, I can't go backwards or forwards in time. Everything has to be present tense, but my wife lived like on the border of Mexico for a long time. And so she doesn't know any Spanish, but she can talk to, you know what I mean? Like she can like understand what I'm saying. So she's like, well, I can't speak Spanish, but I have a pretty good accent and you can sort of speak Spanish, but you have a terrible accent. So between the two of us, we have one Spanish speaker. You know what I mean? So that's anyway, I can edit that. And then what I bring to the table is I can, I can really effectively communicate that I just don't know what I'm talking about. Exactly. I actually <laughs> last year, not last year, the year before, two years ago in my men's league, I played on a team that I've talked about on the podcast before, but it was like, it was like 75% guys from Venezuela and they would speak Spanish to me. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, mm. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I did the, the one guy I, it took me a little bit, but I pulled it out because he asked me if this was, uh, I think he said, he asked me if it was the inning Ultimo. And I was like, wait, does he ask me if it's the last inning? I was like, I think that's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, see. See, see this uh, is an opportunity so to bad. learn. <laughs> yeah. It's Actually, so bad. I don't have any knowledge of this at all. I have one more question for you about the Spanish language, and then we can get back to talk about baseball. I went to Disney World and I had a uh, I got in the Uber and it was this guy named Francisco and he and we started talking baseball in Spanish, of course. And he's telling me about how he played with Daniel Cabrera and he's this cool dude, whatever. And at one point he's got he's got this Caribbean League game or I don't know, a Dominican League game, I guess, on on the radio. And this player comes up, this third baseman who recently signed with the Reds, Candelario. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. OK. And I asked this guy in Spanish, I'm saying. Why do you say his name Jimer? Isn't the J, huh? Isn't that the sound it makes? Shouldn't it be Heimer? And he goes, no. And then just keeps moving. And everybody says Jimer Candelario. I can't figure it out. Why do they pronounce the J? Nothing else pronounces the J like that. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's it's weird because sometimes I, I see names that I'm like, um, yeah. it, it, this shouldn't be, um, like, for example, Venezuela last night. They have a guy named Jorgen. Cabanero, and everyone's 
like every American uh, pronounced it Horgan because right. Jorge. Yeah. And then he goes like, no, I'm, I'm Jorgen. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll call you whatever you want, but I just don't understand whatever, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I, I always said, oh, Horgan, come on. And he's like, no, 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 I'm Jorgen. I'm like, good. Whatever you <laughs> it's, it's, yes. Okay. It makes me feel better that you don't know either, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> I guess it's, it doesn't really just come down to like, well, no, that's just my name. Yeah, it's kind of like when you meet like a white girl and it's like no i'm not andrea i'm andrea or andrea you know what i mean like you do a bunch of different things yeah Um, whatever you say (laughs) yeah anyway back to back to baseball yeah (laughs) so okay so we're talking about the caribbean series talking about the wbc and everything and obviously people think of the caribbean and south america as a hotbed of baseball talent and really until i started doing this podcast i just thought of it too as south america huge in baseball but it's not really true it's venezuela is huge in baseball right and the dominican republic's huge in baseball and colombia is getting bigger base but like our Argentina, not really. Peru, not really. You know Brazil. what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like of that region of the world, Central and South America, what do you think are the countries that are going to explode? Maybe not explode is the right word, but are, are going to take a huge I, step coming coming soon. I think I think Colombia is doing a pretty good job. Uh, Colombia is more, obviously, more soccer than, than baseball. Mm-hmm. They play baseball more to the to the west side that is where they have the their coast and that's where like Harold Ramirez, Edgar Renteria, Donovan Solano, Tyron Guerrero, Gio Urshela, all those guys come from. Um, but the way baseball is growing there, they won the Caribbean series two years ago, by the way. I think it's it's helping uh, a lot and, and they're going to grow. Argentina is interesting because they, are, they, they don't play uh, baseball that much. They played good. Good, good amount of innings in the in the qualifiers, but they're so good at softball that it's it's unreal. The way really, they, yeah, men's softball, one of the best national teams in best men's softball in the world. It's Argentina. Wow. Huh? Is it, isn't that wasn't that also true? Of, was it Australia or New Zealand? New Zealand that had the New same Zealand. Thing? Thing? Yeah, New Zealand and the Czech. Yeah, why, what is that? They, I don't get it. And the Czech Republic, we saw in WBC, but the program they have there for baseball and men's softball, it's unreal. Better than, <laughs> better, better than in Latin America because they're the champions and 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 Argentina, uh, runner up for for that tournament. So. They play really good men's softball. But I think that because okay. the amount of <laughs> Venezuelans moving to Argentina, moving to Chile, moving to Peru, baseball is starting to grow a lot in those in, in those countries. And I think that in I, I don't think we'll we'll see that effect in five, maybe not ten years, but fifteen to twenty years from now, we're gonna see the first Peruvian player in the big leagues. I know Luzardo was born in Peru, but that was... But he's old, a Venezuelan guy. Yeah, old, almost by accident. He was born there because his parents were working there for two years, and he had to be born there, but he's Venezuelan. Right. He's so, not right. like a Peruvian citizen he's, or anything, is he? He's not. He, I don't think he even has a national... The, the Peruvian yeah, uh, citizen. Yeah. Okay. Luzardo, I think, like, he probably knows it because he's a well-studied guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Luzardo even know knows where Lima is located on the on the Peruvian. <laughs> so sorry, now I'm cracking up. We're just throwing shade at Jesus Luzardo. Yeah, he's my friend, he's my guy. And, and that's why I why I'm saying it. Okay? Well, yeah. Jesus, tell me anything about Peru. No, right. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess so, that's okay. like if somebody asked me about like, oh, what could you tell me about, you know, where where's Little Rock, Arkansas? Dude, I don't it's know. in Arkansas. I, yeah, I know it's in so, Arkansas. That's all I got. <laughs> so, so okay. So, I guess my follow-up question to that is: Is the infrastructure there, or are you saying there's a new wave of Venezuelan immigrants having kids who are probably going to like baseball? So, at some point, it'll start to come along. That, that's exactly what what I what I mean. I don't think the infrastructure okay. is there yet. Okay, but maybe there there might be some some uh, building up. So, yeah, but that's that's exactly what I think. So many like immigrants in Peru or in Argentina or Chile and and they like baseball a lot. I, I'm pretty sure that if you take up Caracas and Magallanes, the two most popular teams in Minnesota, you take them to Chile to play a two game series there, that's gonna be a sold out, whatever stadium you're playing. Okay. I think um yeah like MLB does do things like that. <clears throat> They'll do outreach to like london or whatever yeah, it, the, the international tours yeah yeah is there is there anything like that with like venezuelan teams or dominican teams and they the, do the, outreach the, like the, that the, the race and the red sox are playing in the dominican um in march mm -hmm. early march i think and the yankees are going to play against the diablos rojos del mexico in in mexico uh, okay mexico City, oh, wow. where, where the where the giants and the padres played uh last right. year yeah, and and then the the Astros and I for, forgot who the other team is. I think the, like the Rockies or something like that. They're playing in Mexico Series as well this year. Well, okay, that's awesome. I know for a fact. I mean, in Venezuela, uh, they built a new stadium in in Caracas uh, that has every facility. Like I've like I've seen and I've been at MLB ballparks that are not as good as as Estadio Monumental in, in Caracas. Like really and, and play and players can tell you that. Um that is I mean this for a fact. I know <clears throat> I know that that stadium is more comfortable than the A's, the Rays. Well, well, the A's is, is easy <laughs> yeah. to beat. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean I'll, you know what? Well we'll stipulate to all that. Yeah. That's definitely true. <laughs> but even I mean even like Fenway, Wrigley there are old ballparks, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and they and they love it, and I think that was pretty good for, for the country. <laughs> and we might see something in the future in Caracas. So uh, what we were just talking about is a question that I had on my mind. Um, so I, full disclosure here, I didn't remember which country it was, but I did remember there's a country in South America that has a ton of like Japanese expats in it. Brazil. Yeah, Ethan's telling me it's Brazil, and now you've confirmed Brazil. it. Um, yeah. And I know Brazil doesn't really have like a huge presence in the baseball world. Like they've sent Jan Gomes to the majors. Uh, yeah. I think a couple other guys, but um, is there any like thought of like synergy there? Cause Venezuela's right there and the Japanese yeah. expats all are going to love baseball too. Yeah, it I, just seems like an opportunity to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely. And, and, and the thing is that for, I mean, for some reason there are not that many Venezuelans living down in Brazil, even though that we're so close, like next to each other. Right. Um, But, but yeah, I, I, I think that's something that, that can happen in the future. Just like, as I mentioned with, with Chile and, and Peru and Argentina, mm -hmm. uh, Especially with the Japanese community, um, and and yeah, more like Jan Gomes has been huge for for Brazil. Um, now in the Caribbean series, 
Leonardo Reginato, who was the first baseman for Tiburones and Venezuela. Mm -hmm. uh, he was, and, and I say this all the time, he was their most valuable player all year long. From wow. day one, Leo, Leo was unreal, offensively and defensively. And, and I think uh, that he, he should be now, like, they should give him the, the Venezuelan citizenship. I say <laughs> Yeah, he, he gets the Randy Rosarena thing. Randy he's Rosa earned Rosa it. Because he, he was so, so great. But, yeah, I think Brazil is another interesting team. Um, if, if you guys, Bo Bichette, for example, he wasn't born in Brazil, but his mom is Brazilian. Mm -hmm. Right. And Bo has said so many times, and, and I've asked him this twice, if Brazil ever advances to the World Baseball Classic, Bo is playing for Brazil, hands down. That's a huge get, too. There's a lot of countries who just don't have anybody like that, even if they can put a team together, you know? Correct. And, uh, I mean, I don't know how old Jan Gomes is anymore, but I'm sure that they they have some guys in the minors. Like you mentioned, there's guys playing in the Caribbean series. So, Yeah, Brazil I mean, yeah, really just... put a solid team together. Yeah, it just seems like such an opportunity there. I think who who was it we talked to about before? How it's just never really seems to have taken root, even though there's so much like fertile ground there. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was Sean. We we're talking to Sean Spradling. Sean, about. okay, yeah, yeah. Sean, who you yeah. obviously you know. Sean, um, Sean is Mister International Baseball. Like he's the guy to follow for for that. Oh, he's oh so my gosh, good yeah, at it. yeah. Watching Sean go bananas for the Caribbean series was super. Fun. That was when I first started <laughs> realizing, like, I was like, ah, because I always just assumed like people from those countries were interested in their team, and like nobody else really cared. I, I it seems I was wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because well, I mean, Sean would put at... it out, and like it would just blow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at you with the ABL. You know, I mean, yeah, I love Australia. You're not from Australia, but uh, yeah, look at how much true. attention and you made ABL. It, 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 I mean, the ABL had many. Ramirez playing there a couple of years ago, like yeah. I love <laughs> but for example, the ABL, and he he mentions this, um, maybe not that 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 often, but the ABL was very very important for Ronald Acuna's uh, progress in baseball. He played there, and 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 he was huge for him, and and to not 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 only his base on the baseball side uh but for his for his personal growth to be there in a different language language different culture so so far away um from even the US and and of course Venezuela mm -hmm. so yeah the, the ABL ABL is very interesting Oh yeah, the ABL rocks. I love the ABL. I'm glad we got to plug it. Go go watch the ABL. Well, it's over, but <laughs> next, next year, year. Everybody yeah, go, we'll yeah, everybody go watch. And it. the Caribbean yeah. series too. Honestly. And the Caribbean, yeah. I'm gonna have to watch the Caribbean series. I never even I never even tuned in. And it's probably I would assume all the games are played in our time zone, like US time zones, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the ABL, I gotta be watching I watch the first couple innings at like three AM and then fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> the Caribbean series has a lot more doable. Um no, that's, well, actually, I, I, I'm just curious. Why was the final played in Florida? Why wasn't it played in one of the team's home ballparks? Um, well, it's, it's it's always like year year to year, it, it goes to uh, like like one side. I mean, one country is the host. This was the first time for Miami in 30-something years. Um, so next year, it's going to be played in, in Mexico, in, in Mexicali. Then it goes to San Juan, Puerto Rico. Then it goes to Mexico again. Then to the Dominican Republic. Then back to Venezuela. Then it comes back to to Miami. So, 
Um, that's that's the way it, it goes around. Years ago, when it was only four teams, with Venezuela, DR, Puerto Rico, and Mexico, it used to be like every four years that one uh, country, like Venezuela, then DR, Mexico, Puerto Rico, and then Venezuela again. And, and it went around like that. Okay. So let me go back to the WBC if I can, unless there was something else you wanted to touch on with the Caribbean series. Oh, it's okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I, I don't think anything's confirmed. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the speculation is right now from people like Sean and everybody else who's sort of know what they're talking about is that the WBC qualifiers will be expanded to like, I don't like doubled or something, right? There's gonna be a lot more teams involved yeah, next time. More teams involved. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's going to take a longer tournament. Uh, I think that's awesome. I'm excited for that. But here's yeah. my question. No doubt. I, wa <laughs> I watched the qualifiers last time and it was uh, 12 teams, right? It was two 16 pools. Mm -hmm. So does that sound right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I watched that and I thought it was a lot of fun, but there were a couple of teams like New Zealand, Pakistan, um, France that just kind of weren't up weren't up to it. You know what I mean? Like they 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 couldn't really handle being on the field with with really good teams. Yeah. Who are the six new teams going to be? Like, are there countries that were left out? The one that I I have in mind is the Philippines. I think kind of got shafted. Yeah. I thought they they were yeah. going to put together a competitive mm -hmm. team. But what are the teams that you think that didn't get invitations last time that you think are really going to be exciting? You know, I the Philippines, of course, more team in Central America, for example, that were left out. Um, obviously, Panama. We we saw Panama, Nicaragua going there, Argentina, uh, Brazil, Spain. Uh, not in Latin America, in on the European side, but Spain. They they were playing the qualifiers as well. Right. Uh, we saw Germany. We saw UK. But more more Europeans European teams should be there. Um, more Central America and South American teams should be playing there. Not only Argentina, but uh, I think that they can make some some progress for for that year to see what players from Chile or even not not necessarily being born there, uh, but can be. I mean, if if they had the citizenship or the residence in Chile or uh, Peru stuff like that, they they can they can play down there. So. I think that that's going to be uh, pretty interesting as well. We're seeing the Baseball United thing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Dubai and Qatar. Uh, why not the teams from the uh, from from that part of the world as well? Especially if yeah. they have this league now from uh, play from from those countries. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would think that <clears throat> if I was MLB, I. I know we, we've talked with other people before about how sometimes it's hard to turn a cricket country into a baseball country because it's like pretty similar. But I would think like if you could get baseball to take hold in India at all, I mean, that's the second largest market in the world. I would think that oh, you yeah. want to push there, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know that's probably far away. I think as there's been what, two Indian players in the mine, it was the million dollar arm guys, yeah. Yeah, although there was uh, that kid, the Blue Jays drafted that guy, uh, Arjun Namala, yeah, who's Indian. Okay. So, that's yeah, so I mean, that's you know, yeah, it's it's not right around the corner, but to me, that would be a team that I would want to be looking at as far as you know, hey, listen, there's there's a lot of people in India, yeah. that would be a huge market to expand into, and you got yeah. baseball united right there to like kind of spearhead it a little bit, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I was just curious because I was trying to think of teams in Central and South America. And I was like, I don't know if there are any other like competent baseball countries 
that haven't gotten to the qualifiers yet. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really know anything about baseball in Chile. You know, I don't know anything about baseball in Peru. I don't know if they could, I don't know if they could do it, but yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it'll be curious. You were at the WBC, right? You were at the Israel one, right? I don't remember what pool that was. Uh, they, yeah, they won, they, they beat, um, they beat Nicaragua in the last WBC. Yeah, that was yeah. the only team they beat. Israel did yeah. very well. In 2017, they advanced to the to to the second round, and it does. Yeah, it's very very exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome to be. I I would love to be the WBC. Um, I tried to talk him into it. He didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's something, something something great. And let's let's see. Let's see what happens in in twenty twenty six. Um, I I don't know if Miami is gonna be hosting the every single round like it was in twenty three. Um, maybe it's gonna be played in San Diego or Houston or San Juan. I don't know, but right. I mean, just the the excitement level in twenty three was so big, so so big that I think twenty six is gonna be even better. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone. I mean, obviously, I mean. 26 they're going to be older especially trout um but i i think everyone wants to see that rematch of trout against otani like why not sure yeah yeah we just need trout to you know stay healthy for a little while yeah and, uh, not Correct. get hurt be ready for that matchup the question i just thought of which i don't know if there's any movement on this front at all or if it's even like legal but um like i i had just thought about how um like Puerto Rico puts its own team into the World Baseball Classic, even though it's technically like part of the United States. Is there any potential for like Curacao or like Aruba or one of those territories to get their own team going at some point? I I, I don't I I just don't know how is that gonna be handled for right. for because I I don't know exactly like I don't I don't know if it's Aruba or Curacao. Uh, which one it right now doesn't belong anymore to the uh Netherlands. I think it's Curacao. I think it's okay. Curacao. I think so Curacao could it's one of those. I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure on this. Um and that's that's the interesting part. Curacao, yeah. they played the semifinals in the Caribbean series. They were invited for Except for the second time ever, I don't know what's this bubble here. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did, we did it. Yeah. yeah, we fixed it. Thanks, yeah. production team. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but they played really good baseball, and that team they had Andrelton Simmons, they had Didi Gregorius, Jurickson Profarm, Jonathan Scope, um, and that's Jair Jurgens, right? No, Jair wasn't wasn't playing. Oh, uh, he's not still floating around. That hurts. But uh, who else was there? Vladimir Valentin, Valentin was there. Um, was the other Profar brother afoot yeah. at the time? The other Profar was there. The other Scope. Jure- the other Scope, right? Charlon Scope. Yeah, Charlon Scope was there. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Profar was there. Henry Clementino was the catcher. So those are Shidon Martis was the pitcher. Oh. Or how about That's the greatest name poll. ever? How about the greatest name ever? Sicknarf Loopstock. No, I know he's a he's no. a Curacao guy. I don't know if he was there, but uh, he wasn't. But um, <laughs> but they played really good baseball. Um, I mean, they're good at it. You know, That's... they're good. And I'm like, you know what? This could be really, really good. Uh, so that so I actually didn't know that Curacao is independent now. What happened? 
is Curacao is independent now? I don't know. I'm I'm not hundred percent sure. I oh I, man, no, I, 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 I was I, like, dude, did I accidentally ask a, like a super <laughs> relevant question? Well, that would really that would really shake up the WBC. Yeah, the thing the thing is that Curacao together with Aruba, they're even better, right? They're more yeah. interesting. You you have yeah. center footballs there. If if yeah. you have Aruba mm-hmm. situation, um, I think Kenley from Aruba as well. Yeah, I think so. I think he's from Curacao. I know he's he's Curacao, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Aruba is is Bogarts and um, Chadwick Trump. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the Braves guy. <laughs> but yeah, but why not? So yeah, um, that that could be the the, the interesting part with you know when you add those two to the equation. Yeah, I mean, I it would be really be interesting. Cool. I because if you think about it, it would take you know the Netherlands is usually a pretty good team in the WBC. Like they never really threaten for the final, but they're they're usually pretty good. And a lot of times they've they've moved they, past they into, they the, into the into the semifinal. They made the semifinals in seventeen. Yeah. Right. In 13 and remember when they defeated the Dominican in, in 2009. Mm-hmm. Was that the no hitter? Was that the the Chiron or Mar- Martis oh, no hitter? Chiron, Chiron was in 06. Okay. Oh nine. In 09. The, Wasn't it like a two to one extra innings win or something? Something that it, come, it was a walk off win to yeah beat the, the Dominican with uh the the ball that Eric Ibar couldn't handle and. That's what that's when when they scored. When Kenley, <laughs> right. was, a, Kenley was a catcher. That's yeah, right. that's right. That's right. <laughs> so if you think about it though, like the Netherlands has always been pretty good. But if you take away Curacao, the Netherlands probably isn't that good. You know, and yeah. then not at all, dude. And I then Curacao would be pretty good. But then, like, what happens to Aruba? They probably wouldn't be very good on their own. Do they stick with the Netherlands? That it would be interesting well, to see. It better. would really change the game. Yeah, so it's better if they stick together and and just continue like that. Probably. <laughs> yeah, just, hey, listen, for the sake of our World Baseball Classic team, our two countries are going to have to merge. It's yeah. the only. It's the only way. It's yeah. always fun to see like the corpse of Andrew Jones as the bench coach, like that sort of thing. Um, yeah, you do we Drew have more Jones out there? Does he is he eligible? Yeah. Sure, his dad's from Curacao. Yeah. Why not? There you go. Get Drew Jones yeah, out like there. Drew Jones for Team Netherlands. Why not? Yeah, yeah. The Netherlands because because we had the Netherlands guy on Seb Visser, who's the uh, I forget exactly what his title was. He's the social media guy or something. And he was explaining that their eligibility requirements were like pretty strict compared to countries like Israel and Italy, who kind of just like let anybody who's got an Italian last name play. But there were some like kind of wild theories out there of guys that like have Dutch ancestry of like jacob de garrett cole dj lemayhew like if they went if they went crazy with the rules they could have a super fun team um i don't yeah, know how but that's that's the one thing that has to change for example you, you see in, in soccer you i mean if a player makes his debut with the national team of one country then they cannot play for other country even though even if they have the citizenship um like that's something that happens in wbc we saw marcus stroman being the finals MVP for Team USA, yeah, and he this year he pitched for Puerto Rico. Mm. The first year he said, "DR, no, like of course I'm playing um, with, uh, with with the US." And then three years later he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna play with the with DR." 
So <laughs> yeah, we even saw um like this guy's not that relevant, but I forget what his name was. It was Ronald something, but he pitched for Team Spain. Ronald Medrano. Yeah, he pitched for Team Spain in the the qualifiers, and then Spain got knocked out, and he like switched to what was it, Nicaragua or Colombia? Yeah, he like defected. <laughs> yeah, he just jumped teams. It's like, well, that is a little weird. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I I I think people don't pay much attention if it's like no offense, but like Spain and Nicaragua, like yeah, right. You know, look, it's yeah. true. <laughs> but it's not that. It's not. I mean, if if it was Jesus Buzardo, yeah, right. And he's like, you know what? Now next round, I'm gonna pitch for Team USA. No, that can't. That can't. Yeah, enough of that. Let's please. I mean, yeah, we can only yeah. take this whole Ronald Medrano rule so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, it's one of those things where it doesn't bother me too much because it's it's usually guys play where they want to play. And then, you know, later on, maybe like when the U.S. won't take them, then they'll go play for Israel. Or so, you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Um, like Ian Kinsler played for Israel in the Olympics after Ian Kinsler won, uh, you know, the gold medal with yeah. Team and USA, he, like that sort of thing. Then he managed Israel in this WBC. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of okay with that because it's sort of like, you know, the talent like trickles down. So it's like Ian Kinsler would be great to play for Israel, but obviously he's American. He's going to play for the U.S. But getting Ian Kinsler at any point in his career is really good for Team Israel. So like, I'm okay with that. But it does get wonky when like the Marcus Stroman thing happens where yeah, he just well, decides well, to change. But one thing I, I like, is it good when players go and play for those other teams when they're when they're old and not as good as when they were on their prime because that's the other the other like how how good is for baseball to have a great name when he's 39 years old and he hasn't been out of base out of baseball for two years just because we don't have enough enough good players and he has to to come play when he played for another team that's I think it's still good though because if you think about it like they had Sean Green play in the 2013 qualifiers I'd rather watch Sean Green and go, oh, wow, remember when he used to be a thing? Yeah. Rather than just like some single A guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd rather have the name yeah, value yeah, than just some scrub. Okay. But, but, yeah. but, you know, I saw Sean Green in the, in the, on the 06 or 09 US team. That's like that. That's yeah, what. Yeah. That, yeah. I see what you mean. That, I'm okay I, because it's more attractive. Yeah. But, but they already played for another country. That's the, the thing that kind of, but I also, I also understand. You cannot compare soccer to baseball because soccer is way more popular and yeah, sure. everyone pays attention. Like here, you can be a bit more flexible with that, and I and I get it, and that's why the World Cup's so much more established in like yeah, way more countries. Absolutely. Absolutely. The World Baseball yeah. Classic still has to kind of like bend the rules so that there's to more get than talent just, on the field. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just oh, we got the U.S., Japan, and the Dominican Republic. Let's see who wins. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's 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 what yeah, I guess like the way I look at it, and you know, you can correct me if you, if you think I'm wrong, but like the way I view it is like peak Ian Kinsler was good enough to make you at Team USA, so he's going to play for Team USA. You know what I mean? So like Israel's boxed out. If Israel yeah. has any chance to get him, it's when he's not at his peak. Let him have him. You know what I mean? Like right. who cares? Whatever. Um, yeah. it it is weird to see like a Marcus Stroman kind of thing though, where like he probably could have pitched for the U.S. this year because they were rolling out like Adam Wainwright. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it so probably wouldn't help that Marcus Stroman. <laughs> No, like yeah, I think he could have been better than than Adam. Also, I mean, he had a personal reason to pitch for Puerto Rico, and it's uh his family background, like coming from right. Like, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, should we move on to Elmer descends? Were, were there any big topics we missed? Let's, let's, let's yeah. do it. 
<laughs> all right. Um, so our 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 listeners, all three of them, are familiar with Elmer Descends. But just in right. case, you just name the most random baseball player you can think of. And the purest form of Elmer Descends is just naming guys. But we like to put stipulations on. And Daniel, in honor of your wasting your time with us here today, <laughs> we've decided let's do a Venezuela-specific one. So as long as the guy was born in Venezuela, we can say his name. I think you're going to crush us. Yeah. But let's see how we can do. Yeah. Do you have out. a guy? Do you have a guy picked out, or would you like to to wait? I I, I mean, do I have to start, or you guys have? Uh, no, you don't have to. We can start. I got a guy. I got. Yeah, a guy. why don't you start? What? Henry Blanco. Oh, yeah. Legend. It's, I'm I'm like ninety five percent sure he's vet. That's kind of the interesting part. Me and Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's, I he's might been, say a guy, and yeah. you might go, he, he's not Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> did, we, did we tell – were we recording when we told Daniel about my my experience with trying to yeah. name Venezuela? We're, and we're I only named Colombians. We recording. Yeah. yeah, we weren't recording. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, we, so when me and Ethan were talking about this before the podcast, we were doing like a practice thing where I was like, oh, let me see if I can think of some people. And I threw names out there, and it was amazing. Every single name I threw out was Colombian. It's there was there was nobody from Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. nobody from I don't know, pick one. No Puerto Ricans, nothing. It was all Venezuela, all Colombian. people from Colombia. <laughs> yeah, I think you I think you went Harold Ramirez. No, that guy's Colombian. All right, uh, Jose Quintana. Yeah, nope, Colombian. he's Colombian. And you went all right, Donovan Solano. <laughs> Total <laughs> rando, by the way. But Colombia. oh yeah, people that probably like fifty percent or sixty percent of Colombians cannot even name, and Tom just named the whole team. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Tom's over here. Sugar Ray Merriman. No, all okay, right. okay. I think I got a. I think I. Do you have I a Venezuelan? This guy was Venezuelan. I think. Good. I'm going with Carlos Zambrano. A big Z, I thought, of course. He was a pitching coach for the team that just won the Caribbean series. Hell yeah. Ah, beautiful. Yes. Has he got his temper Colombian. under control? <laughs> like he was he was Otani before Otani, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. pretty much. I kind of loved that era of pitch like Micah Owings, you know, what I mean? yeah. like guys who would hit like three Colani, homers a year. Uh, It'd be exciting. Colani, not not uh Gallardo, remember that? Remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Giovanni Gallardo. <laughs> like, I mean, he's not the Venezuelan random. No, he's like he's a, Mexican, a, I think. Yeah, which are hitting, hitting, hitting really good. Yeah, that era sort of yeah. peaked with Madison Baumgartner, and then Otani came into Otani, the league. It's like, okay, yeah. well, Otani said, like, yeah, that's different. <laughs> uh, okay, so Tom, you're up. You're a Phillies fan, right? Oh, uh, we're both Phillies fans. Phillies fans. Yeah, okay. we both are. I think I guess I can start just naming random Venezuelan Phillies. Um, Tomas Perez is. is oh, oh, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, well done. <laughs> <laughs> like, See, like now I, I got to try and top Tomas Perez. All right, yeah, I, don't I, think I said you're this to Tom. To, dude. I said That's this to tough. Tom earlier. I think this is this was the guy. I think this was the guy that blew it for Team Venezuela in the WBC. Silvino Bracho. Yeah. Ooh. Did he blow? Was he the Trey Turner home run? He was a Trey Turner. Yeah, that was okay. Silvino Bracho. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna match that energy at all. I don't have good enough randos for this. Um, is it cheating if I ask if Victor Zambrano is Venezuelan? Oh, that's so cheating. That's but, so lame. But is he? Yeah, he's Venezuelan. There's, it's okay. He is okay. Um, let me see if I can come up with another one. 
Uh, is Carlos Guillen Venezuelan? Guillen is Venezuelan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Let me know nice. Another, another Philly former lefty reliever, Cesar Jimenez. Whoa. I don't even remember is that, that guy. Who's that? Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember. There's there was a play here in Miami with Christian Yelich where a pitcher tagged him with the with the glove and he had a ball in his on his hand. Or that does I, sound familiar, yeah. What's the other Oh uh, yeah, vaguely. Yeah, like you like you he, he was on a on a like Yelich running to first base, and I think Cesar either tagged him with the hand with the yeah with the with the glove and had a ball in on his hand, and then show it to to the ump, and he was hundred percent clear that the ball was here and the glove the the ball was on the other hand. Right, right. And the ump called called him out. There was no replay at that time. I think it was the last year without the replay. Right. And but Cesar is that one guy so maybe look for that uh, okay so if Yelich was on up. the marlins that was a dark time to be a phillies fan so i might have blocked it out <laughs> we're a marlins fan <laughs> we're a marlins well, fan that's true <laughs> i mean you guys had john carlo you know i mean Yelich yeah. was good marcelo zuna had some good years for that team i got a Mar- i got a marlins that was the casey mcgee marlins yeah <laughs> remember oh, no. casey mcgee all right should we do I, I don't know how much time you have dude. should we do like one or two more rounds yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's I'm having fun with this. All right, all right. Guillermo Heredia. Cuban. Oh. No, really? Yeah. Oh. oh, man, I got to rack my brain. Dude, you said that like you were like, watch this. I was so confident. Like, watch this Dang nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought you were clever with your Tomas Perez. Oh, uh, geez. Uh, all right, I think I might have to go with somebody more well-known. How about Freddie Garcia? Freddie, the chief of <laughs> Philly's Philly's great. Philly's <laughs> Oh, can I ask a question? I don't think this guy's Venezuelan. You remember a guy named Ayude Brito? Who? I'm gonna have to look yeah, it up. That sounds e- like he doesn't. <laughs> it was E U D E Brito. He was on like the awful Phillies. Ayude Brito. I'm looking it up. Nah, he's Dominican. All right. Okay. I have to come up with another one. Carlos Guillen, that was a total dark throw. I was, um, I want to say Meiser Astoris, but I'm pretty sure he's Dominican. Meiser Astoris, Venezuelan. So oh, he is. Nice. Oh, okay. Meiser is Cesar's brother, who won a gold glove with the Dodgers. Okay. All right, Meiser Astoris. There you go. <laughs> you know what? There you go, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> all right daniel give me a good one who you got henderson alvarez oh, oh another philly's great i know and the marlins great and, and a blue jays I, great no hater blue jays yeah my guy hendo <laughs> okay that's a pretty good one all right how about we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here <laughs> who's the guy who changed his name on the white Sox? the second baseman uh, Carlos Yolmer Sanchez is Yolmer, he Venezuelan? Yolmer Carlos Sanchez, yeah. Is he oh. Venezuelan? Venezuelan? All right, I would have said okay. Cuban. Uh, Yol- Yolmer sounds like a Cuban. Yolmer sounds because there's a Yolbert Sanchez in the White Sox. Yeah, there's and there a- was a Holbert Cabrera Holbert from Cabrera. Colombia. From Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I gotta come up with one more here. I gotta keep my dart throw streak intact. Um, 
Is Henry Mejia Venezuelan? Megan. Oh, rats. I blew it. Um, <laughs> that's a great rando, though. Um, <laughs> can you come back to me? I don't want to do dead air here. <laughs> Henry Mejia. Um... Suspended for life. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he was the triple PED guy. Yeah. Honestly, was... Daniel, I say just rattle off a couple of Phillies to, as the end. <laughs> just give me a couple of Phillies. Couple of, well, Bobby, of course. Um, sure. Yeah. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Bobby, my, my guy as well. Uh, Freddie Galvis. Oh, oh that's okay. A one. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> the guy, what am I thinking? Uh, the guy who just won Caribbean Series MVP. Uh, Ricardo Pinto, former pitches, uh, uh, Phillies pitcher. I don't know that. Who's that? Is Who's that Ricardo another dark Pinto? times Phillies pitcher? I don't think I know Ricardo Pinto. Wait, I got one. Hold on. Ricardo Pinto. Is Wilmer <laughs> Flores Venezuelan? Flores Venezuelan. Hell yeah. Another Philly, um, Elvis Araujo. Uh, oh, oh, beautiful. That's the best one. That's the best one. No, 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 no. Tomas Perez is the best one. Elvis Araujo was one of my names when we did the Phillies Elmer descends back at the beginning of the season. Yeah. That's I love that. I'm so happy you brought him up. It was like a six five dude with Throwing all the time. Uh, I got a great Phillies name. I gotta ask. I have no idea if he's Venezuelan or not. Luis Alberto Bonilla. No. Ah. What is he? Is he Nicaraguan? Is he from he's one of the off the I'm pretty, I'm hundred percent sure. I gotta look not. it up. Yeah, yeah, if you're talking Nicaraguan Phillies, we're talking Vicente Padilla. Vicente Padilla. Luis <laughs> Alberto Bonilla. That's. I don't that. think he played for the Phillies. I think he was part of the Michael Young trade. I think I think he, ah, he's Dominican. I think he was a Philly the last year of his career. Uh, Ronnie, I think Cedeno. he's a he's a, oh, Wait, Ronnie Cedeno. Whoa, <laughs> is Xavier Cedeno in the mix here? No, no. Ah, oh. it it is really funny to me because like going back to the World Baseball Classic, like the U.S. Well, actually, the U.S. even had problems with its pitching towards the bottom of the, of the roster, but like. The U.S., the Dominican Republic, have enough guys that they can just have a loaded team, like, top to bottom. And Venezuela was mostly the same way, but then you saw, like, the chinks in the armor of, like, Silvino Bracho. I always think it's really funny. But but, but Silvino, Silvino Silvino wasn't culpable for that. I mean, he should have started that inning, not relieving Quijada, who... Well, that's yeah, a good did, name. Jose did, Quijada. Yeah, <laughs> didn't he, like, walk the bases loaded or something? Yeah, he, he, he JT... Um, and when I hit JT, I'm like, this. I mean, what, 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 what is he doing? Like, right. uh, but yeah, that I that was some poor, pure, uh, poor communication uh, between the bullpen and the dugout. Yeah, yeah I get they that. needed that Carlos Zambrano I, wisdom I, on that team. I, I have a like gonna be traumatized for life uh, because of Trey Turner. Like, I I love the dude. <laughs> one of my favorite players to watch. And and but yeah, that that really crushed. Me. Well, did it make you feel any better when in that game in Miami in July or June or whatever, when he just let the ball roll under his glove to lose it next innings? So bad because I interviewed him right before the game. (laughs) Oh, you cursed him. (laughs) You got him back. There you go. Yeah, he's going to hate me for life. 
<laughs> players are like that. It's like if they talk to you that day, and they do yeah. not, they go like, "You're bad luck." Like, yeah, they're like, "I hey, must." They're been, super must have been you, dead. You know, honestly, honestly, I like I'm a huge Phillies. Like I live and die with the Phillies. The Phillies got screwed that game. Like Trey Turner got screwed. Like a lot of people got screwed. The biggest victim of that game was Dylan Covey. He was finally going to get a save. He pitched well in a baseball game, <laughs> and Trey Turner ruined it for him. That was really a shame. Uh, can I end us with one good Venezuelan? And the player is not – like, he was a good player, so he's not that random. I think this guy's like a mayor somewhere now. Maglio Ordonez? Isn't he, like, politically <laughs> active now? He was, Am I making that up? Yeah, he, he was very active. Um, it, it's, it's hard for me to talk about Maglio or – or Carlos Guillen because like they were so good. So I mean All Mag- Stars. Maglio. Maglio was unreal. And and I love him as, as a hater. And but at the same time, I mean, of course they for some reason, uh, well, the reason was to get more money. More and they they made a shit ton of money uh in, in contracts. Right. Like, then they they went and supported the the government and, and we know it is a, a a dictatorship because of guys like oh uh, I see right okay that's a, it's a like hot gov- topic they're like yeah, government so shells now I like I respect a lot of their careers and and as a sports journalist I always have to to talk about that and it's 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 great and and two of the great Venezuelan hitters of all time but at the same mm-hmm. time if you go around in Venezuela you say oh Mike Leo was whatever people don't like him down there because of right. That. That's, that's... Oh. We have some of that with you know guys like Kurt Schilling and exactly. like John it's, Rocker it's, it's, and all. Yeah, with, with with Kurt, for example. So yeah, that's a shame. That actually sucks. It's, it's, it's a shame because this always happens when when you go to a gala when when you say something about Kurt and maybe Kurt's fans will go like, yeah, but you shouldn't mix politics with baseball. I'm like, I'm. I'm not the one doing it. He's the one doing it. <laughs> like, right. They say, oh, yeah, we, we shouldn't, because with Maglio, it happens all the time. And why outlets don't like to talk about Maglio is because of it. And they go like, yeah, but we should not we should not involve politics with baseball. I'm like, I'm sorry. The one that is the mayor is him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you didn't run for mayor. Like, yeah. he, like he involved it first than, than, first than us. You know? So yeah. that's, that's the one thing. Yeah, that is it, man. I feel bad. I thought I was just bringing up something funny. No, I didn't realize no, no. Who you don't have to move out about it. Uh, but, but, well, yeah, that's what yeah. happened. Uh, now well, people, we... people learn. I mean, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I thought it was just fun trivia. I didn't realize that he was like a sellout. I I, I hate that. Um, <laughs> well, we're, <laughs> we're on that note. Um, Daniel, this has been great. I'm really glad we yeah. could... We could talk about this. Let's let's do it again soon. Maybe maybe leading up to the WBC qualifiers, we should do it or something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's in the summer, where, right? Where you guys need? Yeah, it's gonna be like a year and a half, I think. Um, okay. but this has been super fun. Um, why don't you go ahead and plug uh where people can find you, what you got going on, everything? Yeah, at Daniel Alvarez EE on Twitter slash X whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever. And at Alex Travasse, and and you can find everything there. So thank you guys for for having me. Um, I'm a Marlins fan, but I love the Phillies. I have so many great friends there, and uh, I love Citizens Bank Park uh, like crazy. And yeah, uh, and Elvis Araujo. Yeah, and, and Elvis Araujo. 
<laughs> Emi Sarago, but Jose Alvarado better, I think. So I know Alvarado, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, he's like a like a brother to me. So yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for him all the time and, and for, for Rangers. So yeah, thank you for having me guys and hopefully uh, I get to talk to you guys soon. Yeah, cool. dude, this has been a blast. Thanks so much for coming on, man. We'll do this again. Thank you. All right, take it easy, brother. All right. See you later. Daniel, thanks so much for coming on and for educating us not only about Venezuelan baseball and the World Baseball Classic, also about the Spanish language. Um, mm. It's been it's been nice to learn how to pronounce things somewhat effectively now. Yeah, this is sort so. of an emerging theme on the podcast, which is us versus pronouncing things in other languages. Yeah, we um, we are uh, we are not undefeated. Yeah, I really kicked it off strong talking to Baseball International, uh, trying to read off the names of the Japanese roster. Um, famously, I think I got one of them right. No, two. You, you got to give me credit. I pronounced Shohei Otani, right? Yeah, that's true. There you go. That's, and Lars, I don't Noop, remember. Lars Noop are you nailed. <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows? We haven't talked true. to anybody who speaks Dutch yet. So That's a good point. Um, But yeah, yeah so, you know, no, that's another uh, – that's another that's an emerging trend to follow here on the baseball podcast. Uh, feel free to send us in words and names and other languages and we'll try to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. You'll be damned if you get a Greek philosopher's name wrong though. Like Uncrustable. Oh yeah, no no no. I, I'll nail that. No problem. <laughs> you send in, you know, oh, well, there was another one that I, that I came up with recently. It wasn't Uncrustables, but it was sort of in the same like fame. Popsicles is funny too. Or like Marbles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! I, it's got to have like the extra syllable. Yeah, popsicles is, is sort of like th- that's sort of the the origin story. I didn't come up with that one, but then came up with the other ones like bicycles, you know, <laughs> unicycles. <laughs> no, 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 popsicles. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So again, feel free to send us in words in other languages, and we will read them live on the podcast. And. uh yeah uh thank you again to daniel for coming on the podcast uh speaking his language and our language perfectly yeah both more effectively than us yeah that's a that's a title we'll never hold yeah um and yeah i guess uh until next time uh i think we got a we got a a nice a nice change of pace we're going to be heading over to europe for our next episode so be on the lookout for that one too I like that we're like we're like Sly Cooper now, like just different. You know what I mean? Each episode is in a different location. Yeah, dude, it's where yeah. in the world is Carmen San Diego? It is. Where are we I will next? say, go go, go follow. Yeah, <laughs> go follow Daniel on Twitter at Daniel Alvarez ee, and uh, and go check out El Extra Base. So should I try it once? El Extra Base. How do I do? I don't know, dude. I mean, <laughs> you look at me. Do you think I'm like an expert on this? um i have i have zero acts anytime i I try and speak spanish to somebody well i shouldn't say try because i can't sort of do it but anytime i speak spanish to people i'll just look at them and well first i have to because as soon as somebody knows that i kind of speak spanish it's just off to the races and i have to look at them and go no rapido and so they slow down yeah yeah Yeah. and so i'll look at so i'll look at them and you know and and inevitably they'll kind of look at me and be like oh you know uh donde tu aprendas where did you learn and i'll be like oh in escuela you know we'll start talking about whatever and then um and then i'll look at them and i'll inevitably go uh you know no no estoy bueno 
pero lo intento, right? I'm not good, but I'm trying. And they'll go, oh, no, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. Thank you, you know, whatever. And usually people appreciate that I'm trying. And so they'll go, no, 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 you're doing good, you're doing good. And I'll just look at them and I'll go, no, bueno, pero uh, lo mejor de los gringos. I'm better than the white people. And that always gets a laugh out of them. So that's, uh, yeah. you know what? I, I like that you're coming with those stock jokes when you talk right. to people I who sure speak am. Spanish. You're like, <laughs> I yeah, sure I have it written down on an index card so I never forget it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like the dad who meets every single kid. How old are you? Five years driving yet? I'm yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or the, the classic white guy when they forget their keys and like, well, won't be getting far without these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forget my head if it weren't screwed onto my yeah. neck. <laughs> yeah. The old yeah. classics. Yeah. Um, I'm this, I'm this close to hearing somebody talk about extended warranty and gone. That's how they get you. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's going to be bad. That I think the podcast would come to a close in that situation. Um, I do want to make a recommendation if we, if you are going to send in languages for us to mispronounce. Uh, Polish seems like a really good candidate. Oh, my gosh. I we'll have a lot can of fun you, with that. <laughs> can you can you say the city again? Because I want to call it Roklaw. Oh, Wrocław. <laughs> w. I, what is it? W R O C L A W. Yeah, uh, I became aware that Polish is not pronounced the way that it looks in English, and uh, it it seems like it would be a great time to try to read some of these live on the podcast. So that I would think, be fun. I think we should we should make a new segment where we try to where we try to learn a new language on the podcast. <laughs> learn Urdu, you know. Uh, we yeah. should do that actually that's actually a good point like we should like whatever the nation is that the person we're having on is from we should look up like the prime minister and just try and say their name i feel like that could go wrong really quick like yeah maybe eh, you know like listen you know, <laughs> yeah they gotta have a sense of humor i guess but yeah like if i was going to try to pronounce the well no poland's easy because the prime minister of poland's name is donald tusk so you know it's a pretty easy one but like if it was a guy with like Dusk. a like a yeah, if it was a guy with a really Polish name, like I have no idea how offensive it could yeah, get. Like, like Stanislaw. Just, yeah, if I was just going off the dome, dude, who knows? If I just freestyle it, but you know what? Maybe you know that. No, actually, that's I what. Yeah, I think you're right because I think that's like the point. <laughs> that's what this podcast needs. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you know what? That's what we'll do. We'll do. We'll do us learning languages one word at a time here on the podcast. So feel free to send stuff in. Uh, follow Daniel on Twitter and uh, pay attention to him because he's got great things going on. He hangs out with players, which uh, we don't. Yeah, which we don't. <laughs> yeah, we wish we could do that. Um, but yeah, yeah one day. So, uh, and uh, listen, it's it's with a heavy heart that I report a change in the status of a friend of the podcast, which is uh, that his name is not Dan Ogla anymore. Oh, easy. And um, yeah, it's it's tough. It's been really hard on the family. <laughs> um, you know we're we're just really getting through it one day at a time. But uh, I would say that if he were still with us in his in his final form as Dan Ugly, I think he would want you guys to know that uh, he will catch you on the next episode of the baseball podcast. So you know, keep that close to your hearts going forward and uh we will see you again very soon when we return yeah when we return <laughs> <laughs>